The president and vice president hit with a backlash over their Memorial Day messages. And uh, Dr. Fauci cashes in on COVID, a new book deal. You guys are going to lose your minds today. And it all starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez. Today, joined by my friends, we've got Eric July, Blaze TV contributor Eric July, and uh, also Matthew Marsden, uh, filmmaker, actor, just jack of all trades extraordinaire. Matthew Marsden, who we just like to, we like to have him on the show because A, he, uh, he's, he knows a lot, but B, we just like to listen to him talk. So I'll take that. <laughs> My wife doesn't like that at all. Oh, really? She's over it. <laughs> yeah, she's totally over Wait, is it. Wait, yeah. she, is she? She's British too. No, she's Maltese. She's, okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so I bet her accent is pretty nice too. Yeah, she's got a cool accent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're gonna have to have her on too, so I can just listen to her talk. Uh, all right. So over the weekend, a lot of backlash surrounding both the vice president and president's Memorial Day messages. Now, of course, it started with Vice President Kamala Harris, uh, who tweeted out. I believe that this was on Friday. She tweeted out a picture of herself with the caption, "Enjoy the long." weekend uh <laughs> kind of like a, a pile on after that point uh i'm sorry this was saturday uh it was kind of like a pile on at that point with people pointing out um enjoy the long weekend not really like do you know why we have the long weekend do you know why this is a holiday weekend uh which prompted her to tweet out Later on, I believe this was uh, the next day, throughout our history, our servicemen and women have risked everything to defend our freedoms and our country. As we prepare to honor them on Memorial Day, we remember their sacrifice, their service and their sacrifice, much different than the, uh, the picture of oneself and the caption, enjoy the long weekend. Um, let's go ahead, I wanna get your thoughts, but let me go ahead and, uh, and throw in uh, President Biden and what he had to say as well. So President Biden actually uh, gave a Memorial Day speech and of course couldn't miss an opportunity to push for uh, diversity, uh, talk about how democracy was under attack, and uh, of course, empathy. Here is a little bit of that speech, watch. The lives of billions from antiquity to our own hour have been shaped by the battle between aspirations of the many and the greed of the few, between people's right to self-determination and the self-seeking of the dictator, between dreams of democracy and appetites for autocracy, which we're seeing around the world. Our troops have fought this battle on fields around the world, but also the battle of our time. And the mission falls to each of us, each and every day. Democracy itself is in peril, here at home and around the world. What we do now, what we do now, how we honor the memory of the fallen will determine whether or not democracy will long endure. Empathy is the fuel of democracy. Let me say that again. Empathy, empathy is the fuel of democracy. Our willingness to see each other, not as enemies, as neighbors, even when we disagree to understand what the other is going through. 
Mm. Empathy is the fuel for democracy. Democracy, democracy, democracy. Eric, I have a feeling that you have something to say about that. Yeah, uh, aside from all that other stuff that, you know, I'll let you guys handle the more militaristic <laughs> stuff. Let me just speak on that specific thing. Mm-hmm. When hearing that, it just makes me cringe to the point to where I'm about to pop a blood vessel myself. <laughs> because, look, it's not just, I know the cliche thing is to say, America is not a democracy, which I, it's it's not effectively though, unfortunately, it is trending in that way. But what I get so frustrated at is how world leaders, politicians talk about that concept as if it is inherently a good thing. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it's never been, and it's, it's even more ramped up and may just be me. Maybe I haven't been paying attention as much. A lot of folks have been around longer than I have. Maybe they always talk this way. But when I hear these guys speak about democracy nowadays, it's like that's all there is. And it's the greatest thing ever. No, it is uh, basically two wolves and a lamb deciding on what's to eat for dinner. That's effectively all that it's ever have been. And this moronic idea that people get to come together. It's, fr- it's funny because he mentions self-determination. That is antithetical to democracy, antithetical, which I would agree with the idea of self-determination, individualism and individuality. These guys being able to as individuals to pursue whatever it is that they want. But to hear these idiots who may have gotten their position by way of this process, which is why they like it so much. Talk about democracy as if it's just such a love, lovely thing and we have to fight for it. Don't seem to understand that for guys like myself, the people that actually value liberty, when you say something is threatening democracy, you are threatening me with a good time. <laughs> Matt. Yeah, I mean, whenever I watch these things like, you know, look at what Kamala Harris said and yeah. what what uh, what he said. I always think about the people that are actually writing these things because there's no way Biden's not sitting there. <laughs> he didn't write he's that not writing all. that stuff. Yeah. Right? And neither is she. Right. Right. So who are they surrounding themselves mm-hmm. with that don't understand the fabric of this country? Mm-hmm. They, they don't understand. You know, it's a it's a republic. It's not a democracy, mm-hmm. as you were saying. Mm-hmm. I know that. I came to learn that when I came here because I think it's important to understand the country that you're living in when you come from another one, right? And and I just think that that when you it concerns me when I see you can imagine them all sitting around, you know, everyone that they're in the pool, or whatever, and they're like you're having a good weekend. I'm going to have a great, we're going to have a barbecue tomorrow. (laughs) And that's what's going on in their world, right? They're not thinking about the men and women that died to preserve this country and our freedoms, right? It's just the truth. Mm -hmm. So to me, what what is alarming is a reflection of the people that are really pulling the strings behind. Yeah. The people that are out, and then you, you know, you can imagine them like after the, that tweet went out because I, I saw that tweet on uh, on I think it was on Sunday, right? Yeah. And then there was the pylon, like you said, there was just, and then I'm like, okay, you can imagine more going, oh, we got it wrong, quick, you know, like, <laughs> right. what are we going to say? Say something about the country that's and about sacrifice. people that sacrificing, <laughs> and, then, and there's, there's all these words they just keep spouting out. And when I watch that, that. Uh, speech, I ju- it just sounds like gobbledygook yep. to me. Yep. It's just like saying a lot of stuff about nothing, nothing at yep. all. Mm. Yeah, no, it's interesting too, cause when he talked about uh, diversity has always been an incredible strength when it comes to the armed forces, because we've been seeing this push uh, with the new ads, the new military ads, uh, with diversity, uh, equity, uh, inclusion. Well, I have two lesbian moms, and that's why I joined the Air Force. So it's like, what? Why are we focusing? I mean, call me crazy, 
But I feel like when it comes to our armed forces and our military, we maybe should be focusing on just like the strength of it rather than what the hell color of skin everyone has and what, you know, they identify as and whether or not they're gender fluid. Well, that's just the other things that they advocate that have basically infiltrated basically that. I mean, those are the things that they obviously focus on. I mean, to the highest levels they've infiltrated. Right, right. They, they don't care about merit based on anything. Say no. what you will about, like, military. Everybody here knows some of the anarchists at the table, so how I feel about and what they do is, is another conversation, but you would think but the that goal of all of the military. Things, right, this whole protection <laughs> uh, protection idea, you would think that that's what it would be about. It would be about merit more than anything. How you look, how you act, none of that matters. Can you pass X amount of, you know, whatever, again, is merit-based? Merit Do you have the skill yeah. set to fill this particular position? Now, you think that of all things, if, even if I did concede that it was a legitimate thing, you think of all things, hell, we'll take it back to like a private militia. If, if we even looked at it from that standpoint, you want those people to be the best suited for that job. And it doesn't matter if they have a one eye, uh, you know, whatever skin tone, brown, purple, black, doesn't yellow, doesn't matter what, what their skin tone is. But that's not what they're pushing. They're focusing so much on this whole diversity element. Uh, this whole diversity is our strength, which doesn't really make any sense because it's really not like that doesn't, doesn't mean anything to make up of something, which is what I, the point that I've been driving home when it comes to this concept, the makeup is irrelevant to whether or not that is a good or bad thing. This is why I say when it comes to diversity, that's just a symptom. Like sometimes some things may have an over, well, there's no such thing as an over or under representation, but you get it. Maybe, example, I always use track and field athlete my entire life. If I owned a sprint facility or something where I trained athletes, most of them probably that are coming through are going to be black. That's just the nature right. of what it what it is. That doesn't mean that just because my staff or that that's working there and the athletes that come through are predominantly black, there's something wrong with that or that we're actively keeping out some sort of person. No, that's just naturally how, how it happened. But for you guys that do value like the, you know, the, the militaristic institution, you should be scared for your life. The fact that, that all that Marxist bull crap that they're putting out there yeah. has infiltrated that. So you thought it was immune to it? No, it was not. Not even close. Matt, I can just imagine like Russia is coming to attack us or, you know, whoever, China. And uh, but we're like, well, we'll outwoke you because well, I have two lesbian moms. So take that. Oh, you're shooting me. This is it. The most important oh, thing is that the military is the most efficient lethal right. force yeah. in the world. They're about killing the other people, well, hopefully the threat of killing the others means that that never happens. Mm -hmm. but, but of course, that's the only thing that matters is, is how efficient you are at what you do. Here's the, the strange thing is I've been very fortunate to work with a lot of uh, branches of the military over my career. And they do not care mm -hmm. about color. They, 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 uh, none of those things has ever come up. In fact, you ask a Marine about that and they yeah. just say, no, you know, I'm a Marine. That's it. I'm green. You know, we're, we're all this one. Yeah. So nobody cares about the boots that. boots on the ground. You yeah, mean. yeah, yeah. The, yeah it, nobody cares about that anyway. And here's the other thing. The thing that, that really drives me crazy about this diversity stuff is they don't apply it universally, right? Diversity is, a, is strength, right? Is our strength. Apart from when I disagree with yeah. you, right. apart from when you think differently to me, yeah, then I'm going to destroy you, yeah. right? Then it's not strong. Then you're a threat. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if diversity is, that's fine. And, and the other thing that I notice coming to America is that if you embrace the American, the idea of what America is all about, then it doesn't matter 
what sex you are, what, what you know, uh, any color, where you come from, whether you're British or, you know, come from another country. What matters is you're all joined in f focusing on the American dream and what it is to be an American. Mm. And that actually unites people. So what they're doing is they're putting the rest of the stuff first. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Instead of the stuff they should be focusing on. Yeah. Uh, all right. Before we leave the topic of President Biden, the backlash continued for him over the weekend. Uh, he was... He was giving some remarks on, uh, he was speaking at uh, Joint Base Langley-Eustis in Hampton, Virginia, and he was talking about being joined by Governor Northam, and he like randomly pointed to some little girl in the crowd and made some very disturbing comments about, uh, about her. Here's that. I'm especially honored to share the stage with Brittany and Jordan and Nathan and Margaret Catherine. I, uh, I love those barrettes in her hair, man. I tell you what, I look at her. She looks like she's 19 years old, sitting there with her, like a little lady in a race car. I. That's not what you want to be saying when you've been accused of sexual harassment and assault. I just like I can. If I were a fly on the wall. I can see his handlers at that moment as like, he's oh. you're like, ah, what are we going to do? Oh, crap. Oh, cr who's he talking about? Oh, God, she's eight. OK. Uh, yeah. All right. What do we do now? Um, it, I mean, it was very bizarre because he was like, I'm, I'm honored to be joined by Governor Northam, two congressmen, you know, these people, these people. Oh, I love that little girl with the barrettes in her hair. She's she's cute. She looks so old for her age. It was is it just me or was that weird? That was bizarre. Ain't no way around that. That was uh, about as weird as it gets. <laughs> Definitely when you consider that he's when he's been around these young folk. We just I mean, they touch his leg Look hair. at all the co compilation videos that are out there of him like doing some very weird things when he is uh, around specifically little girls. So when that happens, he can't be that, and maybe he is that inept to where he's not aware of that. People kind of feel that way or think about it. that's the absolute worst thing. Unfortunately, uh, it's not just his handlers, but the people that support this idiot yeah. are going to write it off as all. Oh, he's just that old grandpa, right, right. uncle. That's kind of how they act, and it's not good. That was a really weird, bizarre thing because it was out of nowhere. Yeah, which is it's like, oh, if that is that if that's how your uncle acts, you guys got a problem. <laughs> yeah, weird Uncle Joe. You're like, yeah, we're not going to see him. We're yeah, not staying out with him on the Fourth of July. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, know, you don't go see him by himself and stuff like that. Yeah, so weird. Yeah, that's weird. It was so. it was really weird. I, okay, I'm glad it wasn't just, it's it's just when you put it into context with all the other weird things yeah. that he has on video of either saying about little kids or actually doing to them is once you put it into context, it just becomes Well, really uh, what gets me is nobody covers it, you know, yeah. I mean, yeah. really, it's just like, oh, like you said, it's, oh, it's nothing, it's nothing. Right. I'm like, you know, if that was your daughter, yep. and it, I'm sure you've seen the video where the mom is like pulling yes. the daughter away. <laughs> yeah. I mean, whatever you do, don't go, don't watch YouTube. <laughs> on Joe Biden sniffing girls yeah. because it's a very, very deep rabbit hole you'll go down. You might not come out of it, right? <laughs> right. Oh, we've got more to come first. We want to thank our sponsor, Home Title Lock, uh, today. So if you guys do not know the crime of home title theft, which, by the way, the FBI, the FBI calls one of the fastest growing crimes in America, consider yourself lucky because that means it hasn't happened to you. And this is, of course, where cyber thieves remove you from your home's title. They forge your signature on a quick claim deed, and then they can refile and become the new owner. And then all of the retirement nest egg that you have been saving, all the equity in your house is just
just gone like that. And you may think when this happens to you that you might be protected from a bank or a common identity theft program, but you're actually not. Those programs do not protect you from this kind of crime. Home Title Lock does, though. What Home Title Lock is going to do is put a virtual barrier around your home's title and mortgage. And the moment that they detect anyone tampering with it, they will shut it down. All right. Now, here's the catch. You're not going to know if you are a victim until it's too late, unless you go to HomeTitleLock.com, register your address to see if you are already a victim. Uh, if you are, uh, at least you've caught it and you will get 30 free days of protection if you use pr promo code radio. Again, don't know why it's promo code radio. Just go with me here at HomeTitleLock.com. That is HomeTitleLock.com, promo code radio. Let's move to uh, the state of Florida for a second. We are, uh, of course, talking about Governor Ron DeSantis, who I believe is making a giant run for 2024, just doing everything right, out-Texasing Texas. Uh, he's embarrassing us over here, being the beacon of freedom and liberty. And, uh, of course, he kicked off the start of Pride Month by uh, signing a bill into law, the Fairness in Women's Sports Act, that protects female athletes from having to compete against biological males who may call themselves transgender. Here is DeSantis on uh, the signing of Protecting Fairness in Women's Sports Act. Okay. Um, first of all, the, it's, it's not a message to anything other than saying we're going to protect fairness in women's sports. We believe that um, it's important to have integrity in the competition, and we think it's important that they're able to compete on a level playing field. And, uh, you know, you've seen what's happened when you don't have that. So the bill defines a student's biological sex based on the student's official birth certificate at the time of birth. And by the way, he, I love this part. He played a video of the at the press conference of biological males competing against girls in track races at the high school level. And of course, smoking, them, <laughs> uh, which DeSantis said was blatantly unfair. Um, I just I love watching his hand movements because I feel like he's just a more polished Donald Trump. He just he does the it's like he's the exact same in so many things, but better somehow. <laughs> yeah, that's um, I'm guessing this is obviously pertaining to a lot of the public school systems and everything that's out there, because that's where a lot of these girls are certainly going to be competing. Yep. in. so, I mean, you always when you see the government do something, you always have to say compared to what, mm -hmm. you know, so I know that the, the libertarians and my such as myself would focus as much as on, okay, we need to abolish these institutions that, you know, why do they exist? But again, they exist right now. They have monopolized this. Would I rather them have, uh, rather them <laughs> allow women to compete or the girls to compete with other girls? Of course. That's a basic thing. And I say this as an athlete, and it's funny you talk about track. That was my thing. And obviously uh, that's the sport that is almost entirely impacted by this moronic idea that men and women, uh, no matter if... <laughs> If one decides to be the other, there's not any sort of advantage or disadvantage depending on, the on what's there. Yeah, because we're Body the exact same. Every, it, muscle, the, the, the biologists, mass, trust the science, you yeah. know, uh, is what they tell us to do, <laughs> yeah. except when it comes to that. It shouldn't be that much of a controversial thing to say, allow the girls to compete with the girls. But we're so far down in, or rather in the loony bin mm -hmm. that it is a very controversial thing. And of course, they're going to give him hell for doing this on this month, on the first day. 
I just which is love a big it. troll job. By well, the way. It really is, and they, and they asked him about that on the in the clip, and he's like, I oh I, I didn't I don't know. I mean, know. I'm just telling you that this is what the bill is that I'm signing. Yeah, right, and we love you for it, Ron. Yeah, no, I mean, I just don't understand how this is controversial. Yeah, that's no, like you're thinking. It's it's the stupidest thing ever. <laughs> you know, it's just like girls should compete with girls, and they shouldn't compete with boys. Right. I mean, <laughs> like, like we are in cloud cuckoo land right now that we have it's to state true. this, that yeah. this is controversial. I just, I don't get it. it. It really is a sad state of affairs in 2021. You can get canceled for saying something That's like biological men shouldn't compete in women's sports, which, by the way, comes from the same party who brought to you like we love women and republicans mm. are waging a war on women and republicans hate women As they try to erase uh, you're literally trying to erase <laughs> us and our records and deprive girls of scholarships i mean it's incredible that they still get to pretend like they hold that position another thing that's happening in florida a, uh, a florida concert promoter mm. insists he's not preventing unvaccinated fans from coming to an upcoming punk rock show uh, he said that uh, people without the vaccination, the COVID-19 vaccination, can enter the uh, the concert. They just have to pay $999.99 versus if you are vaccinated, you get it for $18. So he said, I'm just, I'm not, I'm just giving you a discount. I'm not denying entry to anyone. Of course, this was because um, uh, Governor DeSantis also gave a recent executive order saying businesses are not allowed to make patrons prove they've been vaccinated against COVID-19. So I don't know how he's going to actually make people show him that. You can't have the vaccine passports. You can't uh, have to prove to someone by showing your papers. But uh, he's saying he's kind of like his little workaround. Well, I might just charge higher ticket prices. Uh, But... Press Secretary for Ron DeSantis' office says that that's not going to happen because charging people more if they don't provide proof of vaccination still unfairly discriminates against people who have enumerated rights under Florida law. Some of us sitting at this table, I don't know, maybe wearing pink and probably the other two here uh, maybe told you guys and you made fun of me when I said you wear the mask. It's going to turn real quick into mandatory vaccines. And here we freaking are. And I don't expect any credit for it. But I'm just saying I've been saying it the whole time. I'm not salty about it at all. Okay, so this is obviously, this impacts a genre that I, I performed for freaking living yes, before it was yes. illegal um, to, to actually go perform in front of people. Now, I will say this. I do believe, now people disagree with me all day long, I'm a consistent, I'm absolute property rights absolutist. So when it comes to the venue and the promoters, they should have the freedom to be able to dictate however much they, yes, is it legal? Is it discrimination? Absolutely. But... When it comes to private property rights, they have the absolute right. Now, that doesn't mean that it is stupid, and it doesn't mean that I ain't going to call them out for doing this. This is unfortunately what we've seen. This is a punk rock concert. Uh, I believe it's Lead Foot Productions, if I'm not mistaken, is the name of it. I'm, I'm semi-familiar with, with them. But this is what we've seen out of punk, metal, metalcore, hardcore. All of those genres, for the most part, are dead. All this whole anti-authoritarian bullcrap, yeah. anti-authority, uh, anti-establishment crap. No, they... 
walk, I mean, right in line with the, it's really the Democratic Party, yeah. but we've seen them go completely on the opposite end. This ain't punk rock. This ain't got nothing to do with being punk rock. This is the mainstream establishment narrative. And you are going, what he said, or what the uh, owner, I believe, of the production uh, uh, company said was that, well, oh, I was just trying to say that I care about people's health. No, what it is that you're doing is you're going with the absolute mainstream narrative. And, and he's funny using young folk, the people that it's almost like a zero percent chance that right. they're going to die right. die from right. this to try to use this as an excuse. I just care about their health. No, this is the ne main narrative. You're trying to incentivize people to get the jab. I will say, America, my band backwards, I would never do anything like that. I would never even perform at a venue that requires people to wear a mask uh, uh, or anything moronic like that. And by the way, again, that ain't punk rock. Get out of here. <laughs> and nothing says stick it to the man. Like, like doing exactly yeah. what the government exactly. tells you to do. Exactly. You right? should definitely do what the man asks and do it politely. <laughs> All the genres are dead. It's so frustrating for me as a to see these guys, and it wasn't just with that. It was like with the with obviously with COVID, but with the even the riding and all that stuff. It's like whatever comes out of more so the mainstream leftist Democratic sort of party narrative. That's the appropriate establishment, and and they these guys actually act as if they are the uh, anti sort of authoritarian side or, or wing or something of that nature, and that's not what they are. This is the but punk for sure has yeah. been it's been dead for a very long time. But if that don't show you that it's dead, I don't know what will show you. The, the genre's dead. I'm Although sorry. John Lydon has come out multiple times, and and he's been true to yeah, he's his punk rock. Yeah, you know, it's like one or two groups. of them out there, and they've been calling uh, calling people out, you know, about yeah. this. Like, dude, like this is this not what this is supposed to be about. But unfortunately, that's what it is about now for the for the most part. I encourage you guys who aren't musicians in like these sort of rock based sub genres, they'll 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 speak to it just like I do. These people are freaking loony, and unfortunately, the people that are part, like whether it be in these bands or part of this subculture, they feel as if they can't say anything mm -hmm. because well that's off with their head at that point and somewhat they're right but it doesn't end until people come out and be like you know what this ain't what this is about yeah matt i know eric here i mean he is our libertarian at the table so mm -hmm. he is very staunchly libertarian on this do you how do you feel about a company you know with capitalist free market society how do you feel about a company being allowed to require that you've gotten vaccines or unfairly discriminating against someone who hasn't because I personally I'm and I, I agree with where you're going Eric but I'm just like mm, medical privacy I personally draw the line. Just curious where you stand. Yeah, I mean, but I think that then I do agree. I actually agree with both of you on that because I do think that you should be able to do what you want yeah. to do because I think it's a slippery slope once you, you stray away from that. Mm. But also... You just don't have to go, right? right I mean, if right. someone says you don't, I'm like, I, I did that with a mask thing. I'm like, oh, I, I literally walked into a very famous candy company here in America. I walked in, I was going to get some chocolates, and uh, and there was nobody in the store. They were behind a plastic thing. And, oh and I walked in, I said, uh, can I come in without a mask? And she said, no. And I went, all right. Bye. See ya. Yeah. I'm out. Oh yeah, I, I I'm did out. that. So I mean, and we do it all the time. Yeah. So it's. I think it's the same thing. I mean, obviously it's ridiculous. Um, but what I'd say to your point as well about bands is there's a huge market for people Bingo. Yeah. Bingo. out there that just want you to say, oh, you know. To the man, you know, <laughs> I won't say. That's, why, one that's, ass, that's so. why my band but, backwards you know. stuck out like a sore thumb. When we did, yeah. we put that album out. To, I mean, you know, we t 
top number two album on Heat Seeker. And one of the biggest things, or rather what I heard the most, was exactly the point it is that you're bringing. They were finally excited about the fact that there were not just people that were live, living these principles, but the fact that they were musicians that didn't like hate them because that's really what ends up happening a lot of us listen to musicians that will win awards off of your clicks and then they will tell you how much you suck because you voted the the wrong way but there's a big market not just in that i talk about this every day with the comic book stuff there's a huge market and people are thirsting and thrive it's, it's, it's a thriving market man if you get in there just throw your throw your hat give it a shot movies and television as well. it's yep. the same thing people are sick to death of giving their money to to films they go and watch and then they see the actors go up and then berate them yep. at the Oscars mm -hmm. they don't want it mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. you know we have a we have a huge market there if people want to be brave enough to tap into it that's true makeup too there's a lot of people who are on the lookout for a conservative makeup brand i don't know there may be news on that soon uh first uh we're gonna go to break first we want to thank our sponsor freedom project academy so parents uh just in case you're not clear although if you watch this show i know that you are clear what your children are being taught in public school all right where we just discussed that you know oh biological males totally the same as biological females no differences there all white people are racist by the way math is racist uh you can support black lives matter social justice but don't worry about reading and writing. And by the way, thanks to Joe Biden, teachers unions just got tens of billions in COVID cash to push all of this uh, in your public school classrooms. I know you don't want this for your kids. You know how I know you don't want this for your kids? Because you're watching this program. All right. So please consider Freedom Project Academy. Freedom Project Academy, they have perfected live online learning. They've been doing it for over a decade. So they were doing it way before COVID came in. They've already known how to do it. They are built on Judeo-Christian values. They have a classical curriculum and they are providing mastery of subject matter, not the leftist propaganda. You got to go to freedomforschool.com. Request your free information packet today. Fall semester is around the corner. Um, I know everyone feels like, well, we're about to hit summer and I can wait. Don't sleep on this, all right? Your children's education is at stake. You got to go to Freedom Project Academy at freedomforschool.com. That is freedomforschool.com. Dr. Anthony Fauci, greatest con man of all time, is set to release a book on COVID and appear in a new Disney-backed documentary. Uh, the, yeah, I know. Eric, I think, is... I'm going to make his head explode one of these days live on the show. The ratings will be through the roof, and so will his head. Uh, the book is called Expect the Unexpected, 10 Lessons on Truth, Service, and the Way Forward. It will be released by National Geographic Books November 2nd. Uh, and I, you know, it's just interesting because this guy is already making money off the backs of taxpayers. The highest paid federal employee uh, in the entire country makes more than the president, $417,608 per year as the director, the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. Um, and I mean, obviously set to make more money. It's weird, though, because I thought that he was supposed to be heading up this whole pandemic, which was like the biggest crisis that the United States has ever seen, according to, oh, I don't know, him. And I guess he was just busy, like, writing a book and making sure that he could profit off of the backs of the Americans whose businesses he destroyed, whose children's lives he destroyed. Uh, but I mean, you know, I mean, it's all for, you know, just just a couple dollars. Look, I know. I will 
<laughs> probably I'm about to go crazy right now. I, I know. But check this Eric's out. like, okay, I want the editors to yeah, not I, I don't want but... you guys, so I'm going to try to take, <laughs> take my time here. I think a lot of people were naive, and I think they've conceded this fact. When you got to look at guys like Fauci and this whole pandemic deal, and folks would wonder, if it's not as bad as what they're saying it is, why on earth would they be acting in the way that they are? I do believe that Fauci is narcissistic, egotistical yes, yes. enough for him to have want to kick that can continuously down the road because it put him in the spotlight. And now he's getting things like this. It's not just the book deals. We've seen him on cover of all these magazines. Yep. He's he's being uh, paraded around right now. I believe he loves that. He wasn't getting it before. This is a very older, older guy. He's what, 81 or something like he's that. 80, yeah. Uh, 80. Uh, he's been around for a minute, but he became a household name because of this. Yeah, we know botched AIDS pandemic. We know all of that. But as far as him being like a household name, that was a relatively new thing. He loves that. And that's why he continues. It's like you couldn't turn on TV without him being on it anyway. And you wonder, like, all right, well, well look, it has to be that bad, right, Eric? That that because why would on earth would he continue to say? So it's like, dude, you got to look at what these guys have to gain from keeping this going as long as they go. If the pand pandemic ended like almost immediately, let's say after March the gig, which should have been up, y'all should have known that this was a fraud. He goes away. Yep. Nobody's listening to him. Nobody's paying attention to. You think he wants that? Of course he doesn't want that. Of course he didn't want that. He had a lot to gain, and it wasn't just him. A lot of people had a lot of ways to, a lot of things to gain, be it through the stimulus packages, the money and stuff that they're being lying. I think with him, he just loved the basking in mm -hmm. the fame and now fortune that he's going to get from kicking this can continuously down the road. Yes, people are that evil, and they work for the government. Yeah, I mean, Matt, conflict of interest much? I'm like, uh, hello, you guys want him to continue making decisions on a pandemic that he's profiting from? Well, power is intoxicating, mm -hmm. yeah. right? Is. I mean, it really is. And even to go to your point again about talking about him being a narcissist, who in their right mind would announce that they're going to release a book right now? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. who would do that? Like, like, wouldn't you think, oh, you know what? I should probably wait a little bit, like get it out, get the win, right? Like make sure it's all gone away. No, he's doing it. And we still haven't fully opened up yet. Yeah. I mean, you can't make this up. And then they oh, the other variant. And oh, yeah. yeah. And wh when was his downtime? I don't have enough time to, to do, do my own washing. <laughs> you know, I'm like busy all day. And he's sitting and writing a book in the midst of this, like, the, really? Yeah. <laughs> It's incredible. It it's well, also expect the unexpected. I hope lesson number one is just be prepared to take both sides of an issue. That way, nobody time. ever knows that works. you've said the wrong thing. Works every time. He is the <laughs> he. If nothing else, he mastered the art of taking multiple sides of, of the same issue, so he can never be pinned down on being wrong. Although Eric, although, but. Don't you think that the media was complicit in that too? Oh, 100%. Because I feel like he's he's taking opposite ends of the issue, but if someone would just they freaking call him on sure. it, because now that people have been actually pushing back on him, you see the CDC re relax all of their guidance. They weren't doing that before the media started pushing back on him. So it's like, gosh, if only we had a media to push back on him from the beginning, maybe he wouldn't have been allowed to do all of a that. A lot of moving parts that allowed this to get as disastrous as, as what it did. And obviously the media which are the enemies of the people had 
the, if not the biggest hand in it. I mean, again, those are the people that he's kind of was appealing to because they put him on TV yeah. all the damn time and uh, was parading him around, acting as if he was the absolute beacon of truth. So, of course. So, yeah, you're right. If people questioned them and came back and like uh, really grilled him on these subject matters when he did take both sides of the same issue, well, we wouldn't be in this position. But that would require journalists to actually mm. be journalists. Mm-hmm. But we also we have we have a situation where we're creating deities, right? Like this is what's happening year after year now. Is as I think people are moving away from faith, like any kind of faith, whether you're Christian. So what they're doing now is they they need their gods, right? So I've seen you remember that guy, Master Fauci, Doctor Fauci. Oh man, I'm sitting there going, oh, this is the most embarrassing thing I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) It's just horrible. But who would do that? And they're crowning these these idols, and they're almost every one of them are bad people. Mm-hmm. This is the irony of it, right? They're bad people. They're incompetent. They have they have bad intentions, you know. So I'm, I, what I'm interested in is the book, right? Uh, is he going to say, well, you know, I said you don't need a mask. <laughs> then I said you need a mask. Right. Then it's, I mean, he has flip-flopped. On everything. On absolutely <laughs> everything. So it'll be interesting to see if he holds himself accountable or if he says how amazing he is all the way through it, right? Uh, yeah, I'm spoiler alert. I've not read the book, but I can promise you that he's going to be amazing the whole way through. Oh, yeah. Beginning, middle, and end. Uh, all right, we've got more to come first. We want to thank our sponsor, Omaha Steaks. So summer is here All right. And by the way, Father's Day is around the corner. If you want to hook dad up with a bunch of meats to grill. Also, it's kind of a gift for you, right? Especially if your dad is the griller because you're like, here, dad, here's a bunch of stuff to grill. Oh, don't mind me. I'm just inviting myself over for dinner. Uh, You can go to omahasteaks.com. Type YWHY in the search bar. You can get the get out and grill assortment. It has 20 different entrees. He will love them. They've got burgers, chicken breasts, sides, desserts, uh, four 10-ounce butcher's cut New York strips. They're age 30 days, which means they are going to be super tender. You're going to get four free New York strip burgers with your order. Um, By the way, Omaha Steaks is going to be the best steak of your life. Guaranteed. You got to go to omahasteaks.com, enter the keyword Y, that's W-H-Y, and get that get out and grill assortment today. You're going to save a lot. You're going to get a ton of extra meat for free, and you're going to get to enjoy the spoils of your dad grilling all of this stuff. It's a win-win at omahasteaks.com. Enter promo code Y. The children's show Blues, Clues, and You uh, released an LGBTQ-themed video on its YouTube channel showing an animated drag queen singing to children. Of course, this is the beginning of Pride Month, so singing about two daddies, uh, two mommies, trans, non-binary, and pan family members. Um, This is an animated version of a real-life drag queen named Nina West, whom, of course, today, the Today Show called a beloved RuPaul drag drag race contestant from season 11. Um, So this this is a song, and, you know, we can't play it because of copyright reasons, but this is a song uh, about a pride parade to the tune of the Ants Go Marching. And um, so they're showing all of the, you know, the rainbow flags and the lyrics uh, feature all of these LGBTQ buzzwords. Again, children's show, Blues, Clues, and You. This is definitely what you want your kids watching um, if you want to raise them to be like normal, well-adjusted children, except not. 
d- disregard all of that. I was being completely sarcastic because this is scary out here. Now, I, I will just say, I know we've got like three minutes. I will just say, um, as a parent, don't let your kids watch YouTube. Like, know what your children are watching. I think that that is an important part of the conversation because you can't let them be indoctrinated by this stuff when we're talking about things that are on the internet unless you are consenting to them being babysat by it, I guess. Um, but still, they are waiting. They are laying in wait for you to to drop your guard, and uh, they are going to be there to indoctrinate your children. Wow, came a long way from Blue Skadoo. We can do that. was part of my childhood, yeah. uh, Blue's Clues. And what the... That is not what I All right, remember. This is what I will say. I'm not, I'll be very quick here. It's funny back when uh, I guess America became more progressive and more, let's say, rather accepting of different and alternative lifestyles. There are people that warned us that the kids would end up being involved mm-hmm. uh, in, in some of this, let's say, I would argue, behavior that they we should be able to agree. They should have no part of this. And it seems like, you know, obviously back then they were called this Christian bigots and all of these sorts of things just being conspiracy theorists. And if you would asked, I think, anybody 10 years ago that we'd be having a discussion whether or not Blue's Clues is f- Excuse my language. <laughs> yes! Edit! Yes! Edit! Obviously, obviously. Hello? <laughs> Blue's Clues is parading around a, a, a drag queen. Uh, as well as us discussing yeah. uh, castration, effectively, of kids that age. I think we have we can concede that it wasn't a slippery slope fallacy by any means. Mm, nah. Well, we know as parents, like, they're just not, that's just not something that they should be seeing. In this. And, and here's another point to make, is that when you, you have to remember that there's a process before we get to that point, right? You have a, a person that goes, hey, I know what's a really good idea to have this in a children's show. And then that has to go up the chain mm-hmm. at the studio, right? They all have to agree. All they on. all mm-hmm. have to agree to it. And then it has to be written. Then it has to be directed. And the voiceover has to go on and all that. So it's not just one person, mm-hmm. right? So none of us would, th- we should all agree that this is not a good idea. I mean, my kids were watching Iron Man the other day. And uh, there's a part where, and we have to like, you know, there's one yeah, little yeah. part where they go on the bed and we have to like fast forward yeah. it. And they were like, ew, dad. They, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. So kids are just not interested in that. Yeah. They, they shouldn't be anywhere near this stuff. But it's like that thing, cuties. Remember the thing, yes. cuties, that came yes. on? Uh, th- it has to be greenlit by multiple different people yeah. before it gets to oh, us. So it's not just a, an isolated incident. And that should really concern everyone, really, cool. about an agenda that is... Like you said, we can all agree. You know, I'd, I'd like to think that a lot of the people in those communities as well will go, Absolutely. you know, the kids, they don't need to be having this. This is a really evil agenda, actually. Yeah, all great points. All right, uh, we got to take a break. We'll be back. Yeah, it's like I, I would also not be a fan. want to take a moment to thank all of you who are, uh, I know there are those of you, you join the live chat on YouTube every day without fail. Uh, those of you who are watching live on Blaze TV, or maybe you're watching it later at the end of your day. Uh, maybe you are watching this on Facebook. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Uh, oh, Pluto. I almost forgot Pluto, which by the way, I'm told that I say Pluto really weird. <laughs> that I need to say. Sounds great to me, I darling. Was, thank you. <laughs> Pluto is absolutely Pluto. right. <laughs> okay, I had a, a, a French foreign exchange student come once and we all realized how lazy we were with our words because she would be like, may I have some water? And we were like, yeah. 
Water. Who says what? Oh, I guess that's how it's spelled. We just <laughs> yeah. don't say you it. You try like and that. order it at a, a, a drive-through. <laughs> I'll go. Uh, can I have a bottle of water, please? They're like, sorry. You have a bottle of water. Water. Oh, oh water. <laughs> but uh, those of you who are watching, please make sure you go over to wherever you get your audio podcast. Subscribe, rate, and review the news and why it matters. It will help more people be able to view it. It's that the pesky algorithm that we're fighting over at Apple and iHeart and all the places that you can get your podcast. So make sure to do that. By the way, if you give us a good review, you may see your review read live on air like the one today from JF. Uh, Weigel, great work, five stars. I am so glad you guys get time off from your work. However, I do not like the silent weekends and holidays. I'm very, very sorry, uh, JF. It's just that like we have families and lives outside of you. I'm just kidding. Well, I mean, I'm not kidding, but we do love you. Thank you for the review. Uh, by the way, don't forget to follow Matt on social media. He's an amazing follow. He's been with Eric and I pretty much in lockstep every step of the way throughout COVID. So make sure you follow him and make sure that you subscribe to Young Rippa 59 on YouTube. That is Eric July. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.